Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Business Podcast, your source for all things business. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Mike Fangella on the line. He's Managing Director over at Santa Fe Advisory. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam. Looking forward to our topic, topic here. All right, and speaking of topic, I'm excited getting into it with you. So hiring what you need, not what you want, that's really interesting. I want I can't wait to get your, your views on that. But before we do, um, I do want to go further into what you're doing over at Santa Fe Advisory Services. So tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Well, we handle a diverse clientele specializing in chief operating officer services for companies in the mezzanine stages of growth and often not even startups but who need structure and day-to-day strategy in their operations, their HR, marketing, sales, strategic planning, and project management, all the while trying to develop revenue-driven sales strategies that allow them to grow. So, Michael, um, just so that um, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening, um, just so that the, we know that the right type of people um, contact you um, after this, what are the, usually the right type of businesses and or industries that are right fit that are uh, for Santa Fe Advisory Services? You know, we've held a really diverse clientele, everything from sports marketing to A-list restaurants to um, health-related companies or health service companies that have an FAAS background. So it, it moves all over the place to media-driven uh, services and software, uh, but typically companies that are in their first five to six years. Uh, where growth appears to be imminent and they just don't know if they need to have this person to step in and provide the day-to-day process management they need. Awesome. And I think I think that's a really good transition. So hiring what you need, uh, not what you want. I mean, you've been in this business at least over 15 years. So I, I want your, I want your, your um, advice on this one. So where do you want to start here? Well, you know, they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but sometimes the old dog <laughs> knows all the tricks because he's been there and seen it. So it's, it's a catchphrase that I use. Uh, and the reason I utilize that is because often enough, a company that's growing, it has a very strong uh, alpha dog, I'm going to call it leader, and he's ready to hand off some of the day-to-day operations, but he really is used to living in a flat world uh, management style. In other words, everything runs through him. And they may not need a full-time chief operating officer. So they end up hiring somebody that he sees in himself, that person being there, but has no real sense of process management. Um, By the time he understands what's going on, he may or may not have fulfilled the needs of the chief executive officer, and you often see this whole thing clash and fall apart. If it's done properly and they're given a chance to develop processes that deal with their strategies moving forward, they then get that person who's looking at the company's day-to-day operations, but also with the next wave mentality. You know, we're, we're in such a specialized area right now where companies develop a concept and a product, and all of a sudden overnight they're driving revenue like crazy. And then they drive themselves into a brand recognition. But the problem is that they're so caught up in that moment they don't see the next wave. In other words, they're sitting in the ocean, they're enjoying the day, but they don't see that big wave coming behind them of new technology, new ideas, new strategies, and there's someone thinking while they're enjoying themselves in the day. That's what a true chief operating officer does, and since most companies can't afford that or don't need a full-time person, that's what we provide. 
Wow, that's uh, I don't know how you summed up the demise of how many CEOs and that haven't worked so quick. Like you did that in less than a minute. I can't believe that. I mean, I expected it because of your background and what you do, but like you really oversimplified some of these decisions that have taken, you know, some businesses, you know, a year to make or, or upwards of that. Um, so what? Where do you find? Um, and again, because this is your specialty, where do you find or um, are some of the common reasons? For for this error that keeps getting made over and over again? Well, one, it sounds great to say you have a CEO. Mm. You, know, you, you can't be in charge unless you have somebody you're in charge of. And that person is basically taking your day-to-day operations, but your company's usually not big enough to handle that person. In other words, that mm-hmm. person will not have very much to do. So hiring somebody on a fractional basis allows that, that continuity to take place and give them the structure without taking up a huge base of their revenue and more importantly, creating a solution that didn't have a problem. The the next thing is you need something that's out there that's going to provide an opportunity to set forth the processes and keep the COO aware that while his strategic mission is his goal and his effort, everybody's got to be working towards that strategic mission and their particular job focus. That's what a chief operating officer in a startup really does because the day-to-day management is changing every day. He is setting up processes because the reality, everything from onboarding to uh, strategies or um, expenditures, you've got to think about, yeah, I know we can grow, but can we actually afford it? Is there another solution-oriented set out there? You'd be surprised how many companies uh, in today's world where they go from having a sales deck to the next thing they're capitalized, to the next thing they think they're the hottest thing on the record, and all of a sudden they have 30 people and they only need three. and that happens a great deal. Or they build all that up, and then they find out that they've spent so much time on identifying who they are, they forgot to watch who's creeping up from behind them. And that's the difference of today's world of 20 versus 20, 25 years ago. You know, you could take a company public, and I have on a couple of occasions, and you built your product, and the market took its place to get to where it was going to get to. There was none of the overnight sensation that you have right now. And that comes with a whole barrel of problems for today's CEOs who are probably great idea people, but have really very little or no management skills going forward. They just have a vision and they're so driven by that vision, they trample everything in its way to get to it. Wow. Um, well said. And I, I love how you said that. So you said um, you go from having a deck to being capitalized to now you're like, and it's so, it's such an interesting thing. I can say, I mean, our business, we're, we're, a, we're a baby business over here. We have 11 people, so we're not huge by any means. But that being said, I remember when it just all started with a deck. And there's something of that, that's interesting to me about when you when you move from having a deck, like you're creating it in, in, you know, in school or college or whatever else. And then all of a sudden, like this deck translates into dollars and lives and jobs and products. It's just, it's just so interesting to me. Yeah, and, you know, there's the old rule. I mean, the, the old rule is the rule. Um, no one wants to break their own rules. So when a new company gets started and it creates its mission and it creates its strategic vision, it's very hard for that person in of himself to see that rule ever being broken. And mm-hmm. so a good CEO doesn't challenge that that. Um, a chief executive, that visionary, he guides them to get to where he needs to get to without all the pain and energy of having to fall down the stairs five or six times a week before he starts to realize you should hold on to the railing as you're going down. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, it's a difficult world that they're in today. I mean, I, 
my hat's off to any of these people and the entrepreneurs that get out there. The sad part is it, there is no finality in having achieved because, like I said, that next wave is constantly coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anybody remembers MySpace, that would be a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, so that being said, I do want to spend a little bit, of a moment or two on, uh, Michael, on just the fractional concept because I don't want to assume everybody listening understands that. Can you go into that, please? Well, you know, the, the reality is if you hired a CEO, CEO, chief operating officer and your company was generating X amount of hundreds of thousand dollars in revenue and you had some had enough level management that you needed a process set in place, you'd take that person on full time, but you really don't know what the processes are and you're paying for that person's learning curve. By using, utilizing a fractional, a fractional uh, CEO, we basically take bit by bit and you're, you're getting what you want out of that person for that moment. You're not carrying the overhead for that person to be sitting there in days when he's twiddling his thumb and talking strategy or taking someone out to lunch or hearing you complain about the world as you see it if you're the chief executive officer and that's part of the job. It's about getting the things in place and then preparing the company so that you can actually go to that CEO and CEO and say, you know, it's, you're probably ready to bring on a full-time person. If not a chief operating officer, maybe a director of operations. And now the processes are in place, and this person is now being brought into a job where he has a direction, he understands what his job responsibilities are, and he's going to be, and what he's going to be asked by those processes to perform to. You'd be, you'd be amazed that the guy does a great job selling himself to this chief executive officer about how he can do all these things, but then when he gets in, he's never really looked at your business and you're spending probably the first six months teaching him your business before he knows what he wants to do to help you out. By being a diversified entity like we are, where we've seen so many businesses, we really are able to hone right in because we know time is money and we're being hired on that basis to create the situation or the processes that they need to have if they're going to think about expanding and then possibly at some point adding on the personnel that will handle that position. That's awesome. Uh, lo- love talking to you, Michael. You make it all seem so easy. So that being said, um, if somebody if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about Santa Fe Advisory Services, I mean, what's the best way for them to reach out and to connect with you and your team? The reality is uh, we have a, a website, uh, www.santafeadvisoryservices.com. There's a little questionnaire in the back of the contact page. You send that. And... Um, one of our, our managers will get a hold of you and we'll, we'll, we do a consultation and we do all that for free. So when we come back to you and say this is what we want to do, that has cost you nothing. What does cost you is if you decide to take it, you, fra- you pick and choose the fractional parts you want as you determine their needs because that's what you really want to be dealing with. You solve your needs, you know the old story, you get what you want. And, um, and it's priced to grow with the company rather than to be saddled the company with the huge overhead cost going forward. Fantastic. Well, Michael, great having you on the show today. Really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking more about um, hiring what you need, not what you want. So loved it. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for, turning, for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Business, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the comment section. I mean, love to know what kind of things and businesses that you're working on. And Michael, thanks again for coming on the show.